Welcome back to the ball, episode number 30. It's been a while, it's been a couple of weeks. Brian, have you been in these past couple of weeks? No ball, no ball action. I've been missing it, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure glad that we've made it to episode 30, big, big time. Well, there's been a lot of football going on. It's the Euro 2020 Championships going on, and uh, Wembley Stadium has been hosting some of the games, and they're actually hosting the semifinals and also the final. Right, so the whole thing has been uh, some places don't have as many fans, and other places have a whole bunch of fans, so it, it's a little bit of a home court advantage, you know, home crowd advantage. And they're holding in 60k in there. Uh, I think their capacity is usually uh, when we looked it, it up, 90. it was 90,000. 90, 90, so they're getting up there. You think that's going to make a difference for the for the home team possibly in the finals, maybe England? If they make it there. Yeah. We'll see. They got a, a tough first-round matchup to get through first before they can even consider it. Yeah, and they're, they're, they've got uh, Germany. The, the Germany, yes, sir. You know, I know Kai Havertz, maybe Werner. That's their, that's their home ground, home country almost right now. So maybe they know those fields a little bit better than. Yeah. Leroy Sané is pretty uh, familiar with that turf too. Okay, okay. This is who do you got in that game? You know, England's just come and disappointed me so many times in these major tournaments. Germany's an experienced, tough squad. I think I'm rolling with them. Rolling with Germany. We'll see. We'll see what happens. That's, I'm liking. I'm liking England, but we'll we'll get into that a little bit later here. So, Wembley is hosting 60k. Um, more news in the Euro 2020. Um, Ericsson, I'm sure everyone has uh, seen off Denmark. It was was a throw-in. Did you see, did you see the complete play? Because I, I woke up and I was getting texts. I was like, hey, they were like, hey, did you see, have you seen this and that? I was like, I have no idea what happened. Did you see the whole thing? Yeah, he went to go receive a throw-in. Nobody was around him, and he just nosedive into the turf, just completely collapsed, um, and became unresponsive. It was really scary. Damn. But luckily, I hear that. Everything went well, and he also talked to the team uh, almost a couple, maybe a couple hours afterwards because they postponed the game, right? And then UEFA said, sure, you can go ahead and play because um, sounds like he's good. Do you think, think that was the right decision? Well, it was. I heard that Ericsson himself, the true competitor he was, told his boys to get back out there and win the game. Um, do I agree with the decision? I think everyone was flustered. It was clear that people were upset, and it wasn't going to be the best soccer I would have I would have waited a day at least. Yeah, no. Personally, I was also in the camp of like, I don't think this game should go ahead. You could easily postpone it. The players would be in uh, better condition, and um, but they forced it to go ahead, and that's what UEFA does. I'm not the biggest fan of UEFA, honestly. But uh, also, why are they hosting? How are they hosting this Euro 2020? They've got even spread their wings out on that as well, even more than the Champions League. And it's like, how are they governing that? How did that happen? Hey, all those big corporations, they got their skeletons, man. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. So, speaking of England, England's number nine right now is Harry Kane. And uh, obviously in the league, he came out and said, hey, look, I want to play the biggest clubs. I don't want to play at Tottenham anymore. We don't win anything. So Daniel Levy wants $150 million at least for him. Are you shelling out that kind of money? That's like, that's... That's like, wasn't that like almost like Neymar money? Was Neymar in the 200s when Neymar's he went? Neymar's contract with PSG did uh, surpass 200 million, which is crazy. But you look at Mbappe, I think his market value is up around 180. 180? Oh, man. That's that's close to Mbappe money then. Maybe Holland throw Holland the money in there. You think that Kane is worth that much? If it was a couple years ago, he was a little younger, had more time on his belt. He, you know, he's in the prime of his career right now. You can't deny that. But he is 28. He's in a spry chicken. 
like Mbappe. That's true. No, so obviously there's been a lot of interest. Like he he'll, he'll get goals. Uh, right now he's in the I would say he's in the prime of his career. Um, whichever team he'll go to, he'll he's liable to score at least twenty goals. I would say a player of his of his level. And Man City would like some of those goals. Uh, these guys so greedy. They just want to keep winning things and and scoring more goals. So they want him, and they're preparing 100 million dollars plus an additional player. Uh, additional players um, so far in talks are Sterling, Laporte, and Gabriel Jesus. So 100 million in Sterling. I feel like it's a good deal. You know, Sterling did not have the best uh, season in his career, but he's certainly still worth fifty million at least. Um, I would take that over the the straight cash. I would say. You think you'd bump up that uh, hundred million if if they exchange Sterling for Laporte? So, are you still taking a hundred million for Kane and Laporte, or what are you doing? You think you'd, you throw a couple more million in there, maybe like one fifty million in Laporte? No, I. No, I don't think I could justify that much. Even then, that that's that still seems like quite the price for him. Um, that said, I think I would take Laporte over Sterling if I was uh, Man City. You know, you still have Son out there, um, Bale if he can come into himself. You know, there's there's plenty of options on the wing for Tottenham. Yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with that Kane situation. I feel like he's gonna end up at Man United. And he's just what they need, I think, to become serious contenders. Um, Cavani was good, but he's also like well, almost 36 or something. So, um, if if Kane goes to that Man United side, I feel like they're gonna give Man City a good run, a good good run. I still think they're lacking in the midfield to really compete, but uh, it would add another dimension for certain. You don't you don't like Fred and McTominay in there in the middle? I can't say they'd be my first choice. No, no. no. Wow, Pogba, Poppy. Nothing? Pogba, if he's if he's interested and he just hasn't looked interested in uh in a red uniform yet. Okay, uh, we're gonna we've, that's gonna be a hot take right there. So next next season, you think Man, Man United doesn't uh, compete if Kane goes? If if Kane doesn't go, I'd say yeah, I would agree with you. I don't think they win the league. No. Ooh, yeah. Let's see. Let's see about that one. <laughs> so Euros are going on right now, and top goal scorers so far. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and he had two more today right so he's got five and he tied the international record um, for goals and he's got five Emil Fosberg Sweden he's got three and Jorginho Oidem has also has three and Patrick Schick how about that goal from Patrick just incredible goal of the tournament I I don't even need to see the knockout stages yeah it's in the, it, that was that was a ridiculous goal uh, Robert Lewandowski also has three, and Romelu Lukaku also, and has two, and they, all of them are all tied at two except for Ronaldo. And how many of Ronaldo's have been penalties? Three of them. I want four, maybe. I think four. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say four. Man, you know, yeah, maybe five. <laughs> no, he had one tap in. I know that. Bruno, Bruno Fernandez must just be so upset right now. You know, he loves he, a pen. He didn't even start the game. And Shocking. That was interesting. That was interesting to see. You, and he's won, like, what, Manchester United Player of the Year the past two years, and he's not starting in his he's national team? He's contender for Premier League Player of the Year, you know? Yeah, that, that, was, that was an interesting choice. So what are these guys, who do you think, well, Ronaldo might win that golden boot, honestly. If he keeps, if they keep getting penalties, 
I don't think I can't imagine Ronaldo missing a penalty. Like well, that's that's how good he is at scoring penalties. No, I can't see it either. But the issue with Ronaldo and picking him is I don't see them getting past this round of 16 matchup. Um, so I don't know how many goals are left in him for this tournament. Um, so you're expecting yeah. someone who's going to make a deeper run? Yeah, I'm more him. inclined to predict Lukaku being the top goal scorer at the end of this thing with that Belgian squad um, and feeds from you know the likes of De Bruyne, mm -hmm. the Hazard brothers. Mm -hmm. A lot of options. Uh, that Belgian team is amazing. Yes. By the way, I've, I think that's my pick. That's my pick to win it. So let's hop into assists. Uh, Hoiberg. Hoiberg. Three assists. Zuber, three assists. And David Alaba, two assists. S a whole bunch of other guys I'll whose names <laughs> whose names are incredibly hard to pronounce. But uh, Gareth Bale also has two. Those two Gareth Bale assists, um, especially Lovely. the one to uh, Aaron Ramsey. Beautiful. They did that ball twice, two times in a row. And some suspicious defending let it through um but either way great ball by bill who are they playing in the um round of 16 they've got italy no they don't they have uh, denmark they've so got denmark a winnable okay. game for them very winnable very winnable they're liable to make a deep run i think last time they had a, did they go to semifinals last time i feel like uh wales had a pretty good run last or last round in the euros i think it might have been to the quarters but i think it's they the knocked out england on the way oh okay. that the so, story? They, so they got some uh knocking out england clout mm -hmm. that's good that's good good, <laughs> on, good on them so let's talk about the groups um group a italy wales and the swiss uh, advanced turkey eliminated uh, not enough not enough turkey didn't do much no, they were kind of a dark horse team for a lot of people going into this with some exciting attacking play, but they just they only scored one goal in the first three matches, came up with zero points. Um, and, you know, not that tough a group, realistically. You know, Italy dominated, um, having not yet conceded. It'll be interesting to see how they do against uh, some real competition. Well, Turkey, I hope I hope you enjoyed the, the tournament. Um, I think they played in Rome first the, the first game so they probably had a nice vacation but now it's over you know they've got to go home uh, and they weren't good enough at the end of the day group b belgium denmark and uh, belgium denmark advanced russia again not good enough not good enough sorry going home group c netherlands advance austria advances and north macedonia eliminated uh, honestly I didn't know our North Macedonia had a team. Um, I was very surprised to see th that come up on the TV screen. And uh, yeah, they got eliminated. And that a couple group, goals. They, they scored a couple goals. And that's just not good enough. Just not good enough this round. Uh, group D, Czech Republic, advance. Uh, England, also advance. Topping the group. Uh, Croatia, also advance. Uh, Off an incredible performance from Modric to bring him there. Oh yes, Luka Modric with that outside. That was outside of the right foot into mm -hmm. the corner. Lovely. Wow, wow. And I was thinking he was aging. I thought I thought my guy was done. Him and Cruz still got some legs. Uh, still have some uh, power in those legs. Still going, but they advanced at the expense of Scotland. And your guy Robertson. He couldn't lead the team past. Do you think that's going to lead into the season? Maybe he's going to have some confidence issues. Uh, His success with Scotland has nothing to do with how he's going to play at Liverpool. <laughs> just just you saying that's ridiculous. Yeah. Are we going to give grief to Lewandowski now for Poland not doing that well? 
Look, I'm just bringing. I'm just bringing it up. It's possible. It's, it's a it's a possibility. Yeah, it's possible. It's a possibility. Uh, group E, Sweden advanced and still in the mix. Probably not still in the mix anymore. Spain advanced, so still in the mix was Slovakia, Spain, and Poland. Right. So I know Spain has advanced from that group, and I think I think Poland was eliminated. I saw Lewandowski yeah. posting some sad things on. on yeah, it's on just this. Spain and Sweden that made it out of Spain this. Spain is only two. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's weird how they had different... These groups were interesting. I think it's top third place teams got um, advanced in some groups while there's not. Okay. Okay. Huh. Yeah, that's... Usually in the tournaments, I'm just saying, all right, this number go up. Yeah, it was a new format. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of new formats, uh, the Champions League is getting rid of the away goal next season. We did see that. Yeah, yeah. that's... Uh, what you, I don't what, know if What it's are your really thoughts on that? Do you think that's good? I, I do think it makes sense. You know, both teams get a home and away match. You know, where they score the goals, but that really shouldn't play an impact. It's the aggregate score is what tells me the most personally. Yeah. Um, and I think you know having that rule in place is going to prevent teams from bagging it in after winning a getting an away goal, and I think it's going to be, be for the best. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I went through some of the moments of if that rule was in place, uh, what would have happened that uh, Iniesta goal. Uh, was it against uh, Chelsea and Barcelona? That that goal would have been insignificant. Almost, it would have been tied. Um, and a couple other moments, like Lucas Mora against uh, was at PSG in the Champions League semifinals. Or against Ajax. Oh, Ajax! Yeah, yeah. against Ajax. Those that, those goals would have been completely different. And That's amazing. Um, you know, I I don't know what's going to come about it. I feel like it's a good move. It looks like they're being progressive about it and trying new things so that's good that's good to see same deal with that uh barcelona comeback against psg right that True. famous comeback yeah. yeah no it's uh it's gonna change a lot of things uh, so let's let's keep an eye on what happens keep an eye on what happens here in the new season and now group f group of death <sighs> group f group of death all three of those deadly teams that uh, we were so excited to watch to the next round you know and who hungry didn't make it out Hungary didn't make it, but they played they, played um, well. To the they, death. They played hard, and they went toe-to-toe with three of the best teams in the world. Much respect to Hungary. It was fun to watch them. So, most impressive team so far, I'm going to go with Belgium. Um, at the beginning of the tournament, I wasn't sure about De Bruyne and his fractured eye socket, but uh, he came on and was just incredible like he usually is. Um, Got Hazard on the bench, Lukaku up top, and a lot of great pieces. Carrasco, uh, Dorgan Hazard is also playing well. Witzel came back from that uh, torn Achilles in like three months. Incredible. Um, to be a Courtois holding it down in the back. Holding it down, holding it down, and for me, that's most that's that's who's been most impressive. Who's 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 impressed you in this in this so far? Well, it's undeniable that Belgium's been impressive, and I've been very impressed with them too. I'm gonna go a slightly different direction. I'm gonna go with uh, the Italians. You know, like we mentioned, not the toughest group in the world with Sweden, Turkey, and who else was in there? So you've got Sweden, Sweden Turkey, Turkey, and Wales. And Wales. Um, so okay. you know, not huge names in there, but they went in there. They scored eight goals, conceded none. Um, to not give up a single goal, the entire group plays. Um, that says something. They've they've come to play. Um, that defense I thought was getting old, but they're still holding it down. They have talents in front of them like Immobile and Pertati. Um, you know they could be a dark horse in this tournament. And 
like myself, I don't watch too much of uh, Syria. So uh, when I do see these guys like Immobile, I'm like, oh my goodness, this guy is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I bet people who watch the league are like, yeah, we know, we know oh, he's yeah. amazing. So it's it's good to see players from different leagues who might not get uh, as much attention as the Premier League uh, just balling and doing their thing. You know, most disappointing team for me. It, ha- it, it was Spain before they scored so many goals. Uh, what was it? 4-2 today. So uh, it was Spain just because they, w- they were lacking. I feel like they were playing uh, possession football, but not really being dangerous and not being not really threatening to uh, score. It's also not very threatening when you see the team sheet and you see uh, Morata leading the line. It's kind of just like, well, it's Morata, you know. Uh, also England. They've only scored. They only scored two games in their group stage, uh, in their group matches, all with Sterling and maybe like consequential goals. Really, the Grealish one came in a meaningless game, and they were already advancing. Um, England has been kind of disappointing to me, uh, especially Harry Kane. Uh, although they did win the group, but uh, maybe I shouldn't expect that much from him. But it's going to be interesting how they play against Germany. I feel like this Germany game is going to. Uh, let us know how England really is. You know. Yeah, they won the group, but they didn't do so in impressive fashion. Um, you know, there was no time where they looked like they were dominating any of the teams they played, um, regardless of the result. Um, especially with all the big names from the Premier League, you would expect uh, a little more excitement. But I think it's big time just the statement about Southgate's style. Um, he seems timid out there with the lineups he's throwing out. Um, defensive shell, it's it's priority. It doesn't look like he's looking to, uh, to score two, three, four goals. Um, so we'll see if that plays out. I, I'd be interested to see how they uh, change their style if they were to give up an early goal against Germany. You think Grealish starts? Is uh, Mount did Mount? I think Mount went into some COVID uh, protocol for. If Mount's like, available, no. no. If, if not, I'd say Grealish starts. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. I'm out. I hope Mountain is available and somehow Grealish still starts. I just hope to God they play Foden. I, 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 he's true. he's created so many chances yes. for him and he's just so talented. Yeah, no, either way it's gonna be it's it's gonna be an exciting game. Surprise for performance for me it's not to be Croatia. Um, I thought they were getting kind of old, especially Luka Modric, and before that, uh, outside of the right foot curve shot he hit, I saw him when he passed the ball wide. He was on his knees. Like, just waiting on a top of 18. Just like, oh, man. <laughs> I'm exhausted. But he still had the class to do it, so you got to be in the right area at the right time, and that never leaves him. And uh, they were most impressive for me, honestly. I didn't think uh, they, would, they would look this good, and I don't think I didn't think um, they were still this good. I just thought they aged a little bit after that run in the World Cup. Um, who's most surprising to you? For me, it was uh, Switzerland's performance against Turkey. Um, you know, I, I didn't expect much out of Switzerland coming into this tournament, but I watched that game and they were just moving the ball so smooth, intricate combinations um, into the through ball. Uh, uh, Sha- Shakiri mm-hmm. looked excellent in that game, scoring a pair of goals. It's a Liverpool another, man right there. Liverpool man. Yeah. Um, a super sub for the Reds. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looked excellent. Um, I was very impressed with their ball movement and uh, the fluidity to which they played. You know, I'm excited to see them uh, in this next round against who they got. They got France. Oh, it could be a shocker, but I, 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 I do anticipate <laughs> France to hold their ground oh, yeah. there. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, that French team. 
and Pogba. Oh, no, let's talk about Pogba for a little bit here. So I was watching these, this, uh, I recorded this uh, Pogba, I mean the France and Portugal game. And man, Pogba looks so good. He's just spraying passes left and right um, like it's nothing. But the part about Pogba is he takes his chances. I, th- I feel like now he's being a bit more casual because he knows he has N'Golo Kante over there, you know. So he's taking a bit more risks, and sometimes he would lose the ball, but France are willing. France is willing to live with that. It seems like because when he does actually get through the pressure and does something amazing, it's it's incredible. Um, you think the uh, you think he needs maybe a better defensive mid at Man United to um, really replicate what he's doing now because the past couple of games, my goodness, one hundred percent. You know yeah. he he looks so comfortable out on the field with N'Golo Kante behind him. Um, you know, he feels free to get forward, be creative, and like you said, just take chances. Um, you know, I wouldn't feel too comfortable in his shoes, too, if I had Fred and McTominay <laughs> behind me. Um, that's not, that's, yeah, that's not very reassuring. Now, Pogba, when he wants to be, he's a great defensive player. He's long, he's strong, he's fast, but he's best when he just foot on the ball and he's getting the ball around. Um, I don't know who makes sense to come into Man United uh, to fill that role, um, but that, that's where you unlock Pogba's success. And I think he'd be much happier at the club if he had something like that behind him. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, him because we get the best out of him when he's playing with N'Golo Kante. So um, make sure to watch. He's he's an incredible player when he has a uh, player like N'Golo Kante playing. Maybe I'm an incredible player. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that number eight insurance has its limitations, Siri. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. I mean, you never know. So hot takes. Um, my hot take is... Jack Grealish is going to be the player of the tournament, and he's going to start over Mason Mount against Germany. And everyone is going to be like, wow, Jack Grealish is amazing. He's got uh, amazing skills, and his shin pads are really low. You know, he's got great calves as well, and he's just a guy. He's got some some great hair. Um, People are going to be like, wow, Jack Grealish really led England to a Euro final. And it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna sell for like 200 million on the on the transfer market next next season. I don't want to burst your bubble so soon, but I think Tuesday that that dream's gonna die once okay. Germany beats England and uh, Jack Grealish doesn't start. But that that's uh, just where I'm at. <laughs> Let's go, Jack. Um, yeah, my my hot take is uh, the the winner of the Euros is not gonna come from Group F. You know, Group F was the group of death, contained three of probably the top five teams in this tournament. If you look at Germany, um, Portugal, and France, I think you could throw England and uh, Belgium in that mix too. Um, but I, 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 I think Belgium's going to bring it home. Um, I think, uh, you know, France certainly was the favorite coming in and they deserve some respect too, but I haven't seen them hit that gear that they did in the 2020 or 2018 World Cup. Belgians looks like they're flying high and they're getting healthier as this tournament goes on you know everything's trending up for them yeah I've got, I've got Belgium too um, France hopefully it's a French Belgium uh, final if, is that even possible no I think they're on the same side of the draw but semi-final semi-final okay we get to see them even earlier then that's a benefit so yeah no, I've got Belgium too um yeah, I can't wait to see how this round of 16 goes. We're going to be covering the Euros and into the uh, Premier League, next Premier League season, so don't forget to tune in. And there will be a 
giveaway coming soon, so stay tuned for that. Um, follow us on Instagram, and great listening. We'll see you next time. Here we go. Thank you.